Good morning, everyone. It's Judith A. Culp. You're listening to Mad Love. Uh, coming on a little later than usual. Um, to be honest with you, I, I really don't have anything new to podcast about. I just found out that one of my friends, her mom has COVID-19. That is terrifying. She's in the hospital on a ventilator right now. Uh, as I might have mentioned before, I have a cousin. He is uh, recovering. He just got out of the hospital last week. Uh, he's recovering from um, COVID-19. So it is possible to survive it. Um, but it's just really, really scary because we're, I don't know that we understand it enough really to um, prevent ourselves from getting it. And I don't think we understand it enough yet to try to cure it. Um, And as we know, there's no vaccine. So scientists are finally working on research and development because we need it. And so in a very weird way, I'm not going to give this guy credit for anything, but in a very weird way, uh, he is making America great again by plunging us into illness. No, he didn't create the virus, but his his mixed messages and slow-footed response has put a lot of people's lives in jeopardy. And uh, the problem I have is when people are in charge of things and they don't know what they're doing, it is literally terrifying. I've actually worked for a couple of entrepreneurs and they didn't really know what they were doing. And it was scary. Because your money is attached to them, you know. And this one particular job I had, um, it, it had just descended into chaos. I mean, people were about to get into fist fights. And I was like, I can't. I mean, I just don't want to die in one of your uh, <laughs> in one of your businesses. So I'm just gonna go ahead. Here's my cell phone, and uh, you know, just had to cut that tie. You know, yeah, I desperately needed work. Excuse me, but not that bad, man. I'm telling you, these two chicks were about to square off. Yes, women. And I was like, oh, sh- I got to get out of here. You know, I, was like, this- I can't work like this. You know, people were stealing each other's commissions. It was just chaos. And he sanctioned it. And it's like, why am I? Why am I working for this guy? And why do I consider him a friend? Like, this is not what a friend would do. A friend wouldn't put a friend in that kind of situation. Um, I've seen people who absolutely, completely, flat out don't know what they're doing. Um, And it's terrifying, you know, because you've got people depending on you. And, you know, when my money's tied into it, that makes it an unamusing story. And, uh, yeah, I basically just had to walk out of there. And I might not have done it younger, but I'm sorry, I keep yelling. But at this age, there was no way I was just going to sit there and let somebody, you know, get their ass kicked like right behind me. And then like, let's just go back to work. (laughs) It was strange. Um, Yeah, I yawned. Sorry. And I'm not, I have to say, I must be getting relaxed finally because, um, you know, I'm working from home and I enjoy that. I've worked from home for years. It was a big leap for me to actually have to go back out for work, which I do enjoy. It does provide a certain um, consistency and rhythm. And, and it, you know, where I work, your day is different every day. And it, it it's cool. But that schedule that I had uh, is unrelenting. 
I mean, it is unrelenting. And then you have to work so hard on the weekends to get caught up. And then, oh my God, another yawn. You're welcome. I'm relaxed around you guys. I feel safe. Um, Then you have to catch up. So by Monday, I mean, I used to just be exhausted because I had to do so much on Saturday and Sunday. So anyway, I am, I guess, leaning into working from home and and keeping that 90 minutes of getting up and getting ready for work and driving to work and all that. You know, it's nice to have that time. So anyway, I'm working on a project right now that requires Google Earth Studio, which is very, very cool. Uh, Unfortunately, I kind of don't really know what I'm doing with it. Uh, But when I finish it, it's going to be pretty cool. If you guys, it's in uh, some sort of beta mode, but you can sign up for it. Uh, A, it's alarming how much data Google has on us. (laughs) Just FYI. Um, And and cities and locate like there's no location you can't you already know that with a google map you can uh god i don't know what's going on but i definitely know the name of this edition is the yawning edition (laughs) i'm so sorry i'm not really sorry because obviously i'm relaxed but um i've been up i'm not sure why i'm yawning like this I'm not bored by my own podcast, so I'm not sure what's up. Anyway, Google Earth is pretty cool. It is scary how much Google has on us, but I mean, you just kind of have to let that go and put that in the back of your mind. Uh, You can plug in your address, obviously, and see everything. Um, But also, too, it's just weird because now they're going to, this Google's uh, Earth Studio, you're able to position the camera differently. So, you know, like, um, sometimes there are blocks. Like, if you go look at a house, someone obviously has put a block on the map so you can't really quite see the house or the map is old or whatever. But with this, you can actually position the camera and, like, zoom it uh, up and down the street and shit like that. I mean, it's really, really cool. Um, I have continued to be... uh, uh, stopped at every turn as I tried to make it do what I wanted to do. Um, I, I I think it has some glitches in it because it is in beta, but it's going to be really, really cool. And it's going to be a game changer. If you have to do presentations, you're going to really, really enjoy being able to do some of the stuff you can do with Google Earth. So that's what I'm working on and not succeeding yet. But I will because when I'm given enough time, I can learn it. So it's going to be a very cool and useful tool. But like I said, I'm, I'm not sure why I'm yawning. Just finally relaxing, I guess. And this is scary. I mean, people have, I know, at least uh, two to three to maybe possibly four people who have this COVID-19. And so far, one, my cousin has recovered. Um, and everybody else, I think I just is a friend of a friend or yeah, but it's like not that far removed. And, uh, to find out that my childhood friend's mom has it like, that's scary. And I know she has battled some other illnesses. So listen, your immune system matters. Please take care of yourselves. Please eat real food. I don't lecture people all that much, but I do believe in the power of eating real food. Um, and listen, uh, I'm a living testimony that you can eat real healthy food and still not, um, waste away, 
you know, people are always like, well, I don't want to just waste away. Well, you're not going to waste away. You know what I mean, <laughs> like you still need to eat um, real food, though, because I can't stress this enough. If you don't uh, heal your immune system and strengthen it, you won't survive, period. It's not just COVID-19. It's you'll get cancer. You could possibly get cancer. You could, If you have diabetes, that really puts you at high risk for other diseases. Uh, high blood pressure really puts you at risk for other diseases, heart, kidney problems. Um, you you need to give your body enough nutrients so it can heal. So yes, eat your vegetables. Uh, make them taste good. That does not mean slathering them with um, heavy cream-based sauces and cheese so you can get it down. I mean, grow up, eat real food, take care of your body, Get your immune system up to par so that if you do come into contact with COVID-19, coronavirus, or any other kind of virus, you you will survive. In fact, maybe your body will be strong enough to just fight it off because that's happening too. There are a lot of people who, who won't get it, but they'll be carriers of it, but they won't get it because their bodies fight it off. You know, this is where, we're, this is where it gets Darwinian. It's like, okay... My body can fight it off, but if I give it to you and your body can't, uh, that's why we're all staying in the house. So it's it's a fascinating time. Uh, stay encouraged. Keep making your moves. If you're not sick and you get to work from home, uh, you know, when you get frustrated or distracted or whatever, because people don't like working from home, I enjoy it, but I get other people don't. Stay centered, stay focused, keep doing your work, but also then look Look at things that, you know, you want to accomplish. Keep your goals by your desk. Pay attention to what you want to do. Pay attention to why you work in the first place, because this isn't going to last forever. And there's going to be a lot of opportunities and you don't want to miss them. You don't want to miss them because you were so uh, overwhelmed by COVID-19 and you didn't even get it that you you can't take advantage of what's about to happen. Because uh, in order to make something great again, something has to be destroyed and if you watch con man the episode of uh dirty money from the first season on netflix uh you will see that donald trump has a history of turning gold into poop that's what he's good at and that's what's happening here and there people will be there will be people who will be in a position to profit and do better than when they entered this situation And I am urging you, I can't tell you how to do that because only you know your situation, but you can be that person. Why not you? Look at your investments. What are you investing in? If you're not investing, get on stash. It's easy. It's simple. It's good for beginners. Uh, I'd start with Clorox. (laughs) I'd invest in Clorox uh, because those products are flying off the shelf. And in my portfolio, the main thing that's been going up for sure is Netflix. And uh, I just happen to like Netflix. I don't talk about Netflix because I have a small, a very tiny portion of stock in it. Um, but I, I don't know where the film business would be without Netflix. If that that transition for them hadn't happened, uh, nobody would be ready to stream uh, cinema grade movies now movie studios would really be at a standstill and if they haven't embraced uh film uh streaming yet they're hurting right now 
because you can't go to a theater. Um, so, you know, that is an industry that I could probably do a whole podcast on, um, because I just don't understand what, if they don't embrace change when the NBA's got to the film business, everything changed and, uh, not in a good way, you know, cause the films from the seventies, you know, studios were run by, you know, different types. I wanted, I wanted to say potheads, but they weren't all potheads, but they were into the art and into the craft and they wanted to tell stories. And yes, uh, uh, Francis Ford Coppola, you can go to, you know, wherever Malaysia for two years and film apocalypse. Now I can't remember where it was filmed, but you know, you can go to some Island country for two years and, uh, yeah, we'll wait. Martin Sheen had a heart attack. We'll wait, you know, they just don't make movies like that now. They don't make movies like that in content, but especially in terms of patience. You know, you used to be able to put park a movie in a theater for a year. But now, you know, if you, if you don't do great in that first week and they think the drop-off is going to be huge in the second week, you're toast. So thanks to Netflix, not only can you pivot to streaming as a studio right now, uh, you can figure out a new business model and stop resisting it and and give different people voices you know we, if you look at movies it's the same shit coming out year after year and if you're black you'd just be happy if they make a movie with us in a contemporary setting you know if I have to watch one more period piece I won't I, I'm no offense. I started watching that self-made on Netflix and I was like, you know what? And, and kudos to Netflix. They have a wide variety of, of programming. Um, but I was like, ah, oh, yeah, this is, you know, I saw St. Louis. That was great, but it was St. Louis Unrecognizables back in the early night. I was like, oh, I forgot this is a period piece. Click. I can't, I am so sick. We're still alive. Can we please make some movies where black people aren't in the past? We're still here. I don't even like the subliminal messaging of that. Like we ain't really still functioning. Remember them? Let's go back. Let me take you to a journey to black people. Remember them? Yo, man, we still here and we still have contemporary stories to tell. So anyway, that's my beef on that. But I love Netflix and I love that Netflix Netflix's business model is basically going to save the movie industry's bacon and it's time to pivot. The universal message right now is it's time to pivot. And hey, if you don't, you're going to get your ankles broken. You got to pivot. And most of us will survive this time. You need to decide if you want to be on the top of this situation or the bottom. You know what I mean? Do you want to lend or borrow? It's up to you. It really literally is up to you. 